You know what I really want to do? What's that? I want to get like a corporate job and just take laxatives every morning. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. Like, no, like you, you hear me saved out. my life with the whole like just, adding it to your coffee just instead of just out. water. Just hear me out. Like, just imagine what it feels like every day for like an hour. You get paid to poo. Some there is like. Mm, I'm not saying that I did that when I was working at my last corporate gig, but like. <laughs> Definitely a thought. I'm not saying Definitely that I did a consideration. it. Right? Like, I'm not saying that I did it. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. But I did it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Hour Coffee Cast. <laughs> We're your hosts, Eric and Jesse. I had a week off where I didn't have to like be on camera with this fucker. Felt really, really good. Got to kind of just uh, relax a little bit. And by relax, then, I mean, uh, I, not at all. Not at all. We, and then both of us got messed up by the conversation because we had to edit while hungry uh, an episode where... Uh, my girlfriend and I just talked about food. That was so Because you, you, you bitched and moaned to me about it. I was like, oh, dude, I'm sorry about that. I forgot we even like talked about food for that long. Then I had to edit, and I hadn't eaten all day, and the same shit happened to me. Like, dude, you know what solidarity. You know what would have What's saved up? us? If we had what? a Triscuit sponsorship. <laughs> because if we had a Triscuit sponsorship, we would never be hungry while we were editing. We yeah. would always have a box of rosemary, garlic, or is it rosemary olive oil? doesn't matter. It's the rosemary one. We would ha yeah. always have a, a box of rosemary uh, Triscuits right next yes. to our editing stations where we can snack 100%. as we go. 100%. <sighs> Haven't brought that one I back even, in a while. I even, Triscuits, Triscuits, I even talked down your competition on that last episode. All right? So, like, brand loyalty. We're about it. Fuck wheat thins. <laughs> Fuck no, wheat thins. Because Cheez Its is Cheez -Its trying to do not, some shit Cheez -Its too. The, that's not the direct competitor. It's not Cheez Its direct, is his own no. thing. Yeah, but they're no, branching the out and starting to try some... wheat thins. Yeah. And wheat thins are for cowards because they are the people <laughs> that want a Triscuit that don't want the flavor. Right. They just want salt. Wheat Thins is like Mexican food made by a white guy. <laughs> it's like, sure, you can call it Mexican food, but like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, on that note, so you know how like, for the past, I don't know, six years, there's just been this ongoing thing of how uh, I'm basically just, you know, I'm, I'm transracial, you know? I'm, yes. I'm a white guy named uh, Graham. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, what was it, like three, four weeks ago, I found out that Asian people are, are just, uh, they're white no adjacent. minorities. They're white adjacent. Yeah. You know what I found out mm -hmm. this week? What's that? I'm still a minority, bitch. Southeast Asian, motherfucker. <laughs> I can still play the race card. That's the difference. I don't, you, yeah, no, I'm still oppressed. I am still oppressed. But only if you're a jungle Asian. Only if you're a jungle Asian, and you can't say that. I'm canceling you. <laughs> you have no idea how happy I was when I found out that I was still considered a minority. Because I was so worried for like those that four-week span where I'm like, fuck, I can't play the race card anymore. I can't make white people feel nervous around me. <laughs> like, I was so all that, upset. All that money, all that money for the surgery just yeah, totally I, wasted. I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset that I couldn't, like, there's nothing more, there's nothing more, like, comforting than watching a white person squirm because they think they said the wrong thing to you. Like, just mm. sitting across from someone, 
They start mm-hmm. talking about like, oh, I really love Asian food. And then you just look at them like this. <laughs> and just watching them squirm because they know their livelihood is now in my hands. <laughs> at any given moment, I can just hashtag stop Asian hate them. They're gone. Fucking over. And then you just I thought uh, I lost that power, Jesse. That's like being fucking Superman and jerking off with a kryptonite glove. <laughs> My powers came back to me. <laughs> Shout outs to the white contingency for giving me my race card. You guys are the, the white, best. The white contingency. <clears throat> Amazing. God Fucking legendary. I'm so upset. For four weeks, for four weeks, they fucking tease me with the, you might not be a minority anymore. Fucking bullshit. My people fought in the jungles. <laughs> and won. No, my side lost. That's why I'm here. If my side oh, won, yeah, I'd still right. be in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. <sighs> I need but, to get uh, that off my chest. Yeah. Yeah, I understand the concern. I mean, what's the what's the like most offended someone's been with that sort of thing? Or like the most like Asian side eye like the fuck did you just say? Thing that someone said to you. Like, something about, like, fucking not liking rice or something. You mean, like, when I was side-eyeing someone else for not being Asian? No, no, no. When they said something about you being Asian and you're just like, bro, are... Bro, like, here's the thing. It it doesn't really happen in our area because we're a relatively diverse, like, suburb, right? Mm-hmm. But when you uh, have a penchant, penchants for dating white women that are from the midwest (laughs) right small town midwest let me let me just put this out there this is not a matter of like me only wanting to date white girls at this point it is literally because no asian girl wants to go on a date with me (laughs) that's how this works all right um because he's not white adjacent he's just white ask mike pence ask mike pence (laughs) we'll do the bit at some point (laughs) But, um, yeah, it, it, it would be like you would go and you would meet someone at, at one of those smaller, smaller schools, you know, like in those small towns. And they, it it would just be like this random shit where they're like, oh yeah, I had sushi one time. I love Asian people. And you're like, yeah, like that kind of shit. Like what's the, what's the worst like, I guess more... It was on a flight. It was it was on a flight from, uh, like, Chico, California to Sacramento. It's an hour-long flight. This was during... In Nashville. California? Yeah. So from... Or, I'm sorry, it was to San Francisco. Oh. So from San Francisco to Chico is a three-hour drive. But Chico has their own, like, small airport that you can fly out of. Mm. It was on one of those flights... And this dude just kept on talking to me about like this one time he went to the Philippines and he's like an older white gentleman. And I'm just uh-huh. like, you definitely were doing some illegal things being in the Philippines. Like, I don't trust white people in Southeast Asia. I just don't. Like, yeah, if fair. you are if you are um, over the age of 45 are white and are in a Southeast Asian country the the likelihood of you doing some uh epsteining if you will uh goes from like a zero percent chance to about like a 50 percent chance yeah and if you're not like actually being an epstein like you're not actually touching kids you are trying to find like an adult woman that looks like she's 15 that you're that going is what's through going your on. midlife crisis that is what is going on yeah yeah it's you're trying to live out like some like Really fucked up colonizer, fantasy. some like colonizer Hallmark movie shit. It's like, it's like, I just want to be John Smith and it, I want to find my Asian Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it, I don't know. I feel like there's always this little bit of like 
the the white savior complex of people that go there where they go to these small villages and they're like it is my responsibility to save you it's like bro they can kill mangoes with their feet they don't need you to save them kill mangoes kill mangoes with their feet i i mean technically they're alive but don't worry about it all right i definitely stole that bit from from bobby lee boo 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 Wendy. Boo Wendy. God damn it. Oh, did you did you see the whole thing how Oh the don't touch I, me I th- thing? Yeah. Yeah. Completely different context. Yeah, yeah. I went back and watched it. I was like, okay, I think you're good. I think you can still use it. But this other Asian guy said it. So, you know, Yeah, but I'm also like a are... foot taller than Bobby Lee. He's fifty. I can fight him. <laughs> Dude, can we start podcast beef? With, like, really big <laughs> podcasters that are, like, definitely just smaller than us in stature. Because I'm not going to try to fuck with Joe Rogan. We've gone over this many times. I'm a, I'm a coward. Yeah. I will throw hands with anyone that I know is weaker than me. <laughs> that's, that's always the trade-off. Yeah, I will like always throw hands. Even 50-50, hands. it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's but like, if it's, like, 75-25, you're like, you know what? Yeah, yeah I, I, yeah, could, we can I could do that. We can fight. <laughs> If I have if I have like a sixty percent chance of winning, I'm down to throw hands. But if it's fifty, <laughs> let's just calm down, man. You know, like us white people, like we don't have to settle <laughs> these things with violence. You know, we can settle things with our words. We're not animals out here. Yeah, I don't think like if this we're episode starting beef... is like definitely teetering on the line of what is cancelable and what's not. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. But. Uh... Like, it, just because you start shit with Bobby, I don't think I could take Santino. Just putting that out there. I don't think I have a chance. So, oh, man, it dude. better be a one-sided thing where we're just, like, the hype men in the corner. No, we're not starting I gotta fight shit with Santino, bad friends. We're starting shit okay. with Tiger Belly. I can fight George. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the, the whole point was that you wanted to fight Bobby. Yeah, but I can fight that whole ass crew. I might get my ass kicked by Kalila though. That that is that yeah. is the the thing. Like she might actually just choke me out. Yeah. Especially if you're taking on the whole crew. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can probably punch Rudy. Like you can definitely take her on. That wouldn't be that big of an issue. I would say so. Yeah. I'm very much so white passing. Yeah. Like I'm half white, so like yeah, true, but being half Mexican is not going to take me out of any shit in that kind of context. No, it's she's fine. She's still a minor, isn't she? No, I think she's like 20. You can fight oh, her. Oh, really? Just fucking punch her, dude. It'll be fine. Nah, We're starting nah. podcast beef. It is the Golden Hour <laughs> Coffee Cast versus Tiger Belly. They have no idea who we are. And, uh... And Eric watches every single episode of all of his podcasts. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's re- oh, like it they're really, really fucking entertaining. Um, I I also love how all the pretense of we're an art podcast out the window at this point. We do not give a fuck anymore since the rebrand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no and point to it. There's literally right. no point to being an art podcast when one person's a voice actor and the other one's a video, uh, like a videographer. Yeah, we would just be talking in circles of like one of us would say something and then the other person's like, what do you mean? Can you please clarify that? Ugh. For the audience, for people who don't know, what's the Fuck technical that. talk? Fuck yeah. that. God damn it. It's it's basically like. If anything, if you got to tie it back to art somehow, it's like get to know artists. Yeah, like this is what they're really like. Uh, okay that's a bad uh, that idea. might be true of our guests not true of us we are not normal artists uh, i'm kind of a de- like i don't know i feel like i'm a little bit too degenerate compared to most other artists most other artists team seem to be uh a little bit more calm the one that i've interacted with at least yeah i have a lot of manic energy yeah yeah you definitely can't like you can either be like the like serious straight man or just fucking like you are in the podcast where it's just like bit by bit by bit by bit by bit by bit by bit bit. one of us has to do the fucking heavy lifting all right 
you're the voice actor here. You you should be good at this. You should be good at holding the energy. Hey, I feed off of it and I like fucking feed back into it too. Oh man. I'm just not as good with the banter. Like I keep the energy up. Yeah. I just can't like start uh, the I don't know. Old. You you hit me with the uh you hit me with the Filipino Pocahontas. That was pretty good. <laughs> that yeah. was really, really good. Yeah. But those are very like few and far between. Like they're oh. solid when they do, but Yeah. You're not a, it's just a you're not a high effect. volume hitter. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's the only thing that I can say about baseball because I know nothing else about it. <laughs> Dude, bro, you're white. You gotta know. Oh man. I don't know. I like I might be white, but I'm not like a conservative white. I'm definitely like a California white. Oh god, I guess. That's so weird to think about. That, like, baseball's just kind of been phased out because it was such a huge thing growing up. Like, the fucking White Sox won in 05, and it was, like, fucking monumental because we're both on the north side, but we root for the south yeah. side team. Okay, so I think this is the problem with baseball. Uh, inherently, it is just a boring sport to watch. Going to the games is awesome. I le- I've I've only gone to three. They've all been Cubs games because, uh, you know, shit happens. But... Right. Um, it is just an inherently boring game to watch on TV. Yeah. And like a game like can you're be watching anywhere for the from like three hours to six, depending on like how the shit goes in the innings. Dude, what is that how you need to like explain podcasts to boomers? Like, yeah, it's kind of like uh, if you watch a baseball game, you're not really watching the game because nothing really happens. But you're just listening to the announcers just talk about a topic. Holy shit, I think we figured it out. Oh, man. Maybe this is how we explain <laughs> podcasting to your dad. Yeah. They're, like, both of my parents, so my love of basketball comes from my dad, right? Like, my dad, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, always had... Uh, when we finally got cable, it was like TNT for all of the national TV games. Whenever the Bulls mm. played, it was always on the TV. But right, my dad sat down and tried to watch one baseball game in his entire life. He tried to watch one. And he was just like, why? Why do people like this? They hit a ball and then like they run in a triangle, but it's not really a triangle. And it's like a it, diamond. It's like, I don't understand how, why are they trying to touch him with the ball? Dude, it's so slow, though, that, like, keeping track of stats is fucking insane. No, like, like the, the stat stuff is really, really interesting. Because, like, yeah. you can do a lot of really, really cool scouting um, in baseball. I think and just, like, how in-depth everything gets. And, like, there was some dude... Um, my brother showed me a while ago who analyzed like uh, somehow went along and analyzed like what Barry Bonds's like batting average would have been if he no- never swung the bat because they keep track of like everything that was like a called strike a fucking a called third strike and like all this because the game's so slow you can keep track of some really fucking obscure stats it's gotten that way in in basketball too Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, they start tracking, like, really, really obscure stats. Like, this person is the first person to score 30 points, grab 10 rebounds, and two blocks on the fourth Sunday of March. And you're like, (laughs) what the fuck are these stats, man? It's like, if no one's breaking Jordan's record, we got to find some other shit to talk about. So many of Jordan's records have already been broken, though. Like, his... the, The... thing with jordan is like his records weren't unpassable it's they were impressive because of the amount of time that he yeah he set those records in like jordan was third in all-time scoring but professionally i think he only played a combined like 12 years in the league it's crazy to think that that's like a shorter career i don't know Bro, what it LeBron is but it is on year 19 yeah Kobe played for think 20 about. years. 
Because I think at I think in the last ten years, it might just be a Chicago thing, because like after D Rose, basketball just kind of like fell on the back burner uh. for Chicago, and like now it's starting to get exciting again with the ball sack, but. <laughs> But it feels like football is sort of like taken over that sort of empty mantle, especially since we're not Cub fans. Like baseball was still just like, oh god, yeah, it's why? just baseball. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing so is, so it's just football, been it's been hard to be a Chicago sports fan for a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's just the reason that it's big is because there's always just controversy. It's like, ah, oh, fuck this coach, ah, oh, fuck this QB, and it's always just like the news where everyone's just angry about something, and that's yeah. why it's at like the forefront. But I think thinking because that's the fact, thinking about how short most NFL players' careers are and then going to like, oh, yeah, LeBron's been playing for 19 years. It's like, that's fucking insane. That's yeah. like triple an NFL career. Yeah, and I think the the thing that's – the reason why it's so impressive for Michael Jordan because I think he scored something like 30,000 points in 12 years. It took Kobe until year 18 to surpass Michael Jordan's – numbers it took lebron until this year to surpass michael jordan's numbers and i'm like yeah the the record's been broken michael jordan came into the league at age 23 lebron's been playing since he was 18 he has four entire years like four and a half years in the league that jordan just didn't and add on to the fact that jordan just randomly took two years off to go play for the barons and True. he still was third all time in scoring for like ten years. Yeah. I I think the I think the way that I should frame this is that I'm not a LeBron hater. I'm just such a big Michael Jordan fan that it pisses me off when people try to diminish his accomplishments to try to prop up LeBron. Mm. It it never yeah, comes down sense. to LeBron as a person. Because I think, like, it just as a human being, as, like, a social rights activist and everything, LeBron James is definitely a better person than Michael Jordan. I don't think that anybody in their right mind would say that Michael Jordan is, like, the shining beacon of morality in the world. Yeah. Whereas there are, like, maybe three athletes that I would be, like, you know, if I ro- was raising my kid, I'm like, you can look up to these three athletes. Right. It would it would definitely be Giannis. D-Rose. Not D-Rose. Really? No. Huh. D-Rose cheated on his SAT and almost got kicked out of college. Oh, shit. D-Rose, look, D-Rose is an amazing basketball player, but that dude was stupid. Like, he's really stupid in terms yeah. of academics. <laughs> but, like... Giannis, LeBron. Oh, Giannis. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Hmm. Those are the three people. Oh, can we go back to the baseball thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the the baseball thing. Um, Two reasons why I think it got really unpopular. One, the drugs. Yeah. Like, yeah. what was it, like, uh, the late 2000s? After Barry Bonds. It was, like, the mid-late 2000s where everybody was just on roids. Yeah. Um, and so many people's records just kind of got expunged because of the fact that they they were juicing. Right. Um, but I think it it's that. And for the most part, there aren't that many controversies inside of baseball for it to be big. Because, like, mm-hmm. just, just the way that baseball works, your career is so long. Yeah. Like, yeah, your, your career kind of can be, like, I don't know, what, maybe 20, 25 years? I don't know about Bro, that. I, I want to say, I don't think anyone's ever wasn't, been 50 Wasn't Pujol still playing? I think he was still in, like, early, maybe mid-40s. Bro, most other athletes, unless you're just like a, a yeah, because baseball's like not an marble. impact sport. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why but, it can be for but so that's long. That's what I mean. It's like when you bring up your 
it's like because you stash away so many people in the minor leagues and it's like when they mm. finally get their shot and they come up they're already like late 20s early 30s right. they've already their life is set to a point where like they're mature enough to handle the money that they're getting right you go to the nba these kids are coming out of college 19 20 years old and then their first contract is just 10 million dollars and they go right. and they do stupid shit right and a lot a lot more of the the baseball or the basketball and football stars get treated like celebrities when they're in high school so like they already have this inflated sense of self-worth mm. it, it's do you remember johnny manzel the uh the qb that the cleveland browns drafted uh i don't know like i remember five, hearing a lot about ago. him i remember hearing his name a bunch but i don't really i, I mean know like, anything about him he was he was a really good quarterback in college I think he played for Texas mm-hmm. A&M, and he, he won and the Heisman like, that year. And were they saying that he was going to, like, put Cleveland on the map? Yeah, like, he was, was supposed he Johnny to be, Football? He was Johnny Football. Okay. But, like, yeah. people were already treating him as though he was basically the second coming of, like, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Right. He hadn't even stepped foot on an NFL field before. Right. And that's why when he didn't live up to the hype, everyone was like, oh, what the fuck? No, it... You know, he he already had a big ego as it was. Because I I think we've talked about this before, but, like, when you're in these high-stress careers, you have to be a little bit delusional. Like, you have to have a pretty big ego to to be able to be here. But with him, he, like, already had a really big ego. Then the national media inflated that ego. And then he he was drafted, like, in the top... He was drafted in the first round in, like, the top half right Mm -hmm. to cleveland right and that also adds more because now everybody is just like blowing smoke up your ass of like you're gonna be the greatest you're the next one in line you're the chosen one and then he just started like then he was just like yeah i don't have to work i don't have to work more to to do any of this i was already good enough and then he just started doing drugs and partying oh so he's just kind of like the football equivalent of ben simmons Oh, thank you. <laughs> ben Simmons. You're a little pussy. I, I don't have more to say about Ben Simmons than that, though. Like, the... Uh, I'm just mad he that he's not going to lose. I'm just, I'm so mad that he's not going to lose all of his money. Yeah. For those who don't know, uh, you know, we talked about him at length. And by we, I mean Eric, uh, on our second or third episode about the whole situation of him choosing to not play because everyone said that he could be as good as LeBron. And he was like, oh, it makes me nervous. I don't want to. And then just chose to not play because he didn't get along with his coach. And the coach was like, if he doesn't shoot, he's not going to be good. And uh, recently, the coach coach was like, it was right after they just lost a playoff series to... So they were the second seed. Or were they the first? They were the, fir- the first or second seed, and they were playing against a, a lower-seeded team. This was in the second round of the playoffs. They lost a seven-game series to them, and one of the, the reporters was like, uh, Hey, Doc, do you... Do you think you, you can win? Yeah, like, can you win a championship with Ben Simmons as your point guard, like your starting point guard? Doc Rivers... It's already a pretty emotional situation because you kind of just got trounced at home in a game seven in the playoffs. He just goes, Mm -hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I think that's fair. I think that's a very fair response to to the question. I thought he said Because they just got their shit kicked in. Right. At home. I thought he said I thought he said something along those lines, but also threw in like, yeah, not if he doesn't shoot the ball. No, that was the that was the other the the other star like the player Joel or something. No, that was the Joel. Oh. That was Joel Embiid, where he's like, "Yeah, we took it. like we missed a lot of opportunities to take shots, and like I don't know." Yeah. No, but like the whole thing was everybody in the organization was at fault. The only people that I don't blame are the only person that I don't blame in this entire situation is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is the second star on that team. Hmm. 
So when he goes, no, we lost because we just gave up opportunities to like put the ball in the basket. That is completely fair. If you can't take the criticism from your teammate, the, the person that you were supposed to be backing up throughout this entire run where everybody believes that your team can be a title contender, fuck you. Actually, fuck you. Yeah. But the update is that he uh, and some of his teammates have been traded to another team, so he might actually get to play, and he might actually get paid. Hence, Eric being upset. Here's the other because thing. This whole they, time, traded, they traded Ben Simmons for another Ben Simmons. Oh, really? Okay, so James Harden. I didn't know Harden was... James Harden couldn't get along with Chris Paul. He couldn't get along with with Dwight Howard. He couldn't get along with Russell Westbrook. He couldn't get along with Kevin Durant or Kyrie... Okay, with the, the Kyrie Irving thing makes sense because the dude's a fucking idiot. But, like, Dwight Howard, when, when James Harden was playing... With, you know who Dwight Howard is, right? Mm-mm. Big, I've tall heard motherfucker. Name, I don't know. Did, like, the whole Superman dunk contest. He put on a cape. You just tried describing a basketball player as the big, tall motherfucker, Eric. I just want you Bro, to realize. Bro, he's, like, seven foot two. He's definitely taller than the average basketball player. They're all seven foot two if you don't follow basketball closely, Eric. They all might as well be the same height. But... <clears throat> When Dwight Howard started playing with James Harden, this was in like 2013, 2014, Dwight Howard was still a good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Like a couple years prior, he was in the, the NBA Finals. He was in the okay. running for MVP quite a few times. Like he was a good basketball player. Okay. James Harden was like, I don't want to play with him. So then Houston traded him. Damn. And then a couple years they later, they traded a fucking MVP for someone who well, just, uh, like, an MVP is candidate. Having but a beard. Th- the MVP right. candidate was like a few years back, and at that point, like James Harden developed into a superstar player. But like the, his game, is he the beard guy? Yeah. Okay. But his game is completely predicated on getting bullshit foul calls. Mm. And the reason why he's become so much less efficient now is because the NBA started, they stopped calling, like, you know, just, like, random touch fouls. You can you can ah. be quite physical this season, and it's really, oh, yeah? really entertaining They're to watch. They're bringing that back? Yeah. Okay. It's really, really entertaining to watch because it's like, yeah, the defenders can actually play the game. Right. Um, but anyways, so, like, he he's gotten into conflicts with a bunch of stars before, and it... Uh, mm-hmm. Last year during the offseason, so like going into the, t- the 2020 offseason, he refused to show up to training camp with the with the Houston Rockets. Harden? Yeah. Because he, he wanted to get out. He didn't want to play on the team anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. He is another Simmons. Yes. Yeah. No, but it's worse because at least with Ben Simmons, like he didn't show up, but he didn't gain weight. James Harden didn't want to show up they forced him to show up and he was like i'm not gonna not get paid so he put on 30 pounds i'm guessing not of muscle no and he's still paying for it now he still looks out of shape that dude's imagine what his knees would be going through if he was in chicago dude like players like that cannot be they can't be in sports cities like Boston and Chicago. Oh yeah. And like thank the cities God will run that, them out. Thank God that James Harden was on the Brooklyn Nets and not the New York Knicks. The Knicks fans are brutal. Yeah. Cause New York, like as much as I hate the place. Like, New York is a basketball city. Everybody knows... Like, if you are a basketball fan, you know the game. Mm-hmm. Right. You you can break down stats. You can look at a play and understand what is going on. Yeah. So James Harden would just get his shit kicked in if he tried to pull his bullshit in either of these cities. Dude, Matt, like... 
it, it now he's going to Philly, which is another one of those sports cities where it's like, if you give up on the team, don't come home. They're going to burn your shit down. Oh, yeah. Philly is one of those places. God damn it. And they all just act like spoiled brats, dude. Like, imagine being on a team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Two of, like, at least the top 15 players in the league at the moment. Mm-hmm. And still complaining that you can't win the championship. Yeah. God. That is absurd. That's yeah, like basketball. Oh my god. That's like I feel like these players like being prevalent are why the league's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck them up a little bit. It's fine. Just fight them. <laughs> just fucking put just don't hands fight the on the fans them. as long as no, you guys just, are just put putting hands, hands on each other. Just put hands on each other. Yeah. I don't know. It it's also one of those things too where it's like LeBron LeBron was legitimately the reason why like all of this player movement bullshit happened like oh, he's he would like be a soccer player right what wouldn't he just be no a you're, soccer you're player thinking of like... draymond green who is uh trying to kick balls oh no i was just like saying like pretending to get fouled all the time and like looking no no, no 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 any no, and no. every foul um what i mean is like so in 2008 when paul pierce and ray allen went to or uh when paul pierce ray allen and Kevin Garnett did the whole like Boston big three thing. Mm-hmm. Like that was the start of like this bullshit super team era of like, yeah, well, I don't really want to like play against you. Let's just go play together. And like everyone kind of mm. just congregating on a team. So I can't right. blame LeBron because he was just following the example that was set for him. Right. Cause that happened like right as he got into the league or like right before he got into the league. Right. No, LeBron's been playing since 03. This was right before he really? went to Miami. Oh, shit. But it's just gotten to a point now where, like, these 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 athletes, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, they're not, they don't want to compete. Because, like, inherently they do or else they wouldn't keep playing. Right. Because, like, let, let's be real here. If you're a first-round draft pick and you play out your rookie contract and you don't get bought out if you're smart with your money that is generational wealth yeah you don't have to keep playing after that point if you don't actually just enjoy playing the game, the game or like right. the competition of it is that a common thing what do you mean does anyone actually ever do that like has no. there ever been someone that just stopped after their rookie year no a lot of people get they're basically phased out of the league after their rookie year because they just weren't good enough. Right. Yeah, that I can understand. But then they're just, like, put down into the minors or something? No, most of them... Some of them might get, like, a second chance a couple years down the line, but a lot of the other ones just kind of go to foreign leagues. Mm, okay. But, but they still make the money from the rookie contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But the... What the fuck was the point that I was trying to make? Oh, yeah, with with LeBron and going to Miami, it, like, set this precedent where the the players from the past, so, like, Shaq and Kobe Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Jordan and Pippen, even though their relationship is kind of fucked right now, Stockton and Malone, like, there was no collusion between the two parties it was like they just both happened to end up there right it wasn't like this hey let's go on this yacht and talk about what you're going to do this offseason i want to play with you Mm. because at the end of the day even though like shaq and kobe was one of the most dominant duos in basketball history like they hated each other they didn't want to be friends with each other yeah now with pippen coming out with all of his bullshit Jordan and Pippen weren't friends. I didn't know that there was no yeah. bullshit. So it, it's like, that's why it was so refreshing to see Giannis win the ring last year. Because he's one of the few people left in the league that uh, still have that old school of like, old school mentality of, no, I don't want to play with you. 
I want to kill you. I, like, want to murder you and embarrass you in front of your home crowd. Right. If you come here, like, whatever, you're going to have to earn your keep. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to... Because he's also super loyal to the team. He's like, yeah. No one, he's not going to go anywhere outside of Milwaukee. The The dude literally is just like, this city raised me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm a lifer here. The yeah. only way that I'm going to leave is if they trade me. Right. Because how many times has LeBron skipped to another place and then, like, come back to Cleveland like, Oh, I'm home, guys. It's once. me. He went from oh, Cleveland once? to Miami, back to Cleveland to L.A. And now the Lakers might not even LA. make the playoffs. Woo. That's, that's some nonsense. And that is the end of Sports Talk Radio, guys and girls. <laughs> but yeah. Um, whenever we talk about basketball, I just get so fucking heated because like, the Zoomer generation of fans just piss me off. They don't... like People don't care about the history of the game. They don't care about the history of the league. I feel like people don't care about like kids especially don't care about history enough. Like it, it was kind of troubling hearing people just a few years younger than me being like, you know, why do we learn about dead people? It's like, do you guys not understand like what context is? Like this shit is all context to why life is like the way it is now, and that goes for anything basket like any yeah. sort of niche thing. Like the history of the thing is like why it is the way it is today. Yeah. So it's like if you dude, don't if you don't understand the history of why, if you don't under understand the history of a of something, like the history of filmmaking, the history of voice acting, any of these things, mm -hmm. like not having that context limits what you're able to do in those fields. Yeah. Right. Oh man, I just think about yo-yoing when when we go into this. I mean, because that's only competitively and stuff. That's only been around almost thirty what, years, like our lifetimes. Almost thirty years. No, oh, well, I mean, competitive yo-yoing has been a thing since the '60s. Really? Yeah. It's just like the the form of modern yo-yoing hasn't been a thing. Like the modern yo-yoing has been around for uh, like your lifetime. Like yeah, it started in like the nineties. Ninety, right? I would say like ninety six, or something. Okay, but I don't know. It it's like not understanding the history of not understanding the history of like this niche thing that you're really into is just really annoying to me. It it's a lot mm. easier to be like. You know, if you're just a basketball fan, like a Fairweather fan, and you just care about who's winning. Right. Sure. You don't have to know about, like, the the historical relevance of why this team playing against this team is really, really important, or, like, why this rivalry exists. But when it's something as niche as yo-yoing, you not putting in the effort to learn about the people that created these things that you are currently doing. I'd say drives especially, me insane. And I'd say with that being like sort of the thing where like when you were coming up in that thing, everyone who started it, like the history was as old as you were. So everyone who started it was still there. So like at that point, it's also just like a knowing the people around you, like, hey, this is the one that like, this is the guy that like, founded these companies this is the guy that like made this trick. got worlds taken yeah made these tricks got worlds to be like hosted at all every year in like florida this is the guy who brought it international and yeah. stuff like that because they were all still in this scene because it was so like fresh yeah it it's just like it's it's one of those things where it it's a uh, plagiarism when someone does a trick and they they credit the wrong person, mm. 
and then the person that they're crediting doesn't correct them, that shit pisses me off. Ooh, yeah, I could definitely see Because I'm like, yo-yoing is inherently an art form. Right. Right? Like, it's a very, very niche art form, but it is a... There is a lot of skill expression that is involved in doing this thing. Me yeah. doing someone else's trick and taking credit for it is the exact same thing as someone, like, just copy for copy doing, just, or uh, just copying someone's painting and being like, this is mine now. Yeah. That, 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 or, that just bothers me. Or releasing Ice Ice Baby after Under Pressure. <laughs> That's a cover. <laughs> That is different. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even... I don't know. God. I'm still reeling in... Or not reeling. I'm still just like on cloud nine about the fact that I'm still a minority. You have no idea, dude. <laughs> you have no idea how happy that makes me. Yeah, you were almost really nervous about being Hispanic, where it's like, oh man, is my shit going to be separate on the pick your race? No, 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 thing. no, no. Oh yeah, actually. Yeah, because that's what it is. That's what that is too. Like I look, I remember. No, I but the thing is, with, with the with uh, Hispanic people, it's not. It's not about you guys being white adjacent. I don't think anyone's fucking stupid enough to be like. Right, you know, but it's it's something that like on those forms, I think the reason it's separate. I remember I looked into it a while ago. I don't remember the specifics, but it was like legally speaking, just about anyone can claim it, and that's why it's like a separate thing. I was like, that's kind of fucked up. That's like almost Yo, saying can... that hey, like the country to the south and the whole continent below it is just anyone can be from there. It's fine. They're all just well, one thing. I mean, I know like the whole Latin X thing is specifically for Central and South America, but Hispanic, I think that includes Spanish people too, right? I think that's the case, but like on the applications, it, I think it usually says Latino. Okay. Or it might it might say both. Because if it says like Hispanic, I would be like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are quite a few people that just like randomly have Spanish blood. Yeah, but, but I, again, I don't know if that's things, like the actual that's the actual thing cause, though. Yeah, because there's neither of those is on like the pick your race thing. So the race, I always go white, but the ethnicity is the only place to find Hispanic Latino, and it's usually like the only option. Or like it's it's fucking yeah. weird, dude. It I mean like the whole the whole thing, and the reason why it really pissed me off when everyone was talking about how like Asians were white adjacent. It's because they kind of group you in together with all the other Asian people. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, China's very, very well developed. Japan is very well developed. And South Korea is. Right. Fucking go anywhere in Southeast Asia. Yeah. Literally go anywhere in Southeast Asia. Go to Laos. Laos. Go to Cambodia. Check out the fucking classroom that Pol Pot built. Yeah. Walk through an open field that is untouched for some reason and it, like the the problem with it is like when you are in if you're in california and i've had friends I, again all of this is anecdotal right but mm-hmm. um my friends that live out there that are asian when they were trying to get into colleges it was harder for them to get in because they were asian than it would have been if they were white and that's just because the numbers at most universities out there, they're so skewed because the student population right. is just mostly Asian people. There is that is, where that sort of legislation comes from then? Maybe. Like it starts out on the West Coast because like they're the ones that have the heaviest population. Yeah, I, but I mean like you go to UIC here, I think like the Asian population was the majority here. Yeah. At UIC. <clears throat> I think it was 32% of the school was Asian, Asian slash Pacific Islander. Right. But I don't know. I mean, cause you can say like, Oh, it's next to Chinatown, but that doesn't really mean shit. Anyone from the state can go there. It's a state school. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's just a matter of like kids in Illinois. They really only go to a couple of schools. Very rarely yeah. do any of us actually leave this and go far. 
You're either at Iowa, UIC, U of I, or like DePaul Loyola. Sometimes, you know, like you have the oddball that goes up to to UW Madison. UW Madison, right? Mm -hmm. But like for the most part, everybody just sticks around the city schools or they go down to U of I. Yeah. No one ever goes that far out. Yeah. Unless they have like a very specific thing and like this school specifically does that thing well. And you made fucking crazy scholarships it's always like the it's always an outlier thing it's not to say it never happens but yeah just because there's so many people in illinois like they have so many choices that are right here why would you pay out-of-state tuition it yeah i mean it doesn't make it that much cheaper though half the time it's like yeah yeah paying in-state tuition in illinois and paying out-of-state tuition in madison or iowa it's the same shit yeah for, like as long as it's still like another midwest but if you're paying out of state to go to fucking new york or the west coast it's like f- yeah yikes i mean like anybody that chooses to live in new york just don't come back to chicago <laughs> you're not welcome here <laughs> the pizza's cardboard the city's stinky I mean, we share the corruption side of things. You guys are just a lot better about hiding it. Chicago is real, real open. Yeah. Oh, shit. Did you see the the report about how, like, parents were, like, storming the fucking school board meeting by you? No. Yeah, they were, were, like, full-on wiling out with, like, the, we don't want our kids masked anymore. That's your There's side so of town. Much. That's your side of town, my dude, guy. And then, like, I think we just had some dude from this town fucking going around tagging synagogues with fucking swastikas or some shit. I posted, like, the, the link from the newspaper or, like, the a picture from yeah. the newspaper yeah, 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 yeah. in the group chat. It's fucking wild, dude. I don't know what the fuck is going on out here anymore. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm just thinking... We were so safe. We were so yeah. safe back then. And then and then we got a Hardee's. And then we got a Hardee's. <laughs> that Hardee's is no longer there, thank God. No, it closed after like a year. Who the fuck eats at Hardee's? I did once after a party and I was like, this is so goddamn greasy, but fuck, it's pretty good. But I think That's I, like getting tacos I think it was from still Jack the, the only box. time I got there. Huh? Yeah, that's like getting I didn't even know tacos did at Jack in the Box. That's gross. Actually, no, I think you've made that exact analogy at some point, but I just totally forgot. Oh, man. Okay, so you want to know what like the actual allure of eating at Jack in the Box is? Sure. It tastes. It already tastes like vomit, so when it comes back up, nothing changes. <laughs> so it's just it's another place to just go when you're drunk yeah i mean like there are plenty of other options that you should consider before going to jack in the box but if jack in the box is the only option it's not going to taste bad it's not going to taste different coming back up yeah you know right it's already that acidic yeah oh god it's so gross <laughs> Fuck. jack in the box yeah, is a even place know. where like you you walk inside and you know someone peed on the bathroom floor Oh, the bathroom floor? Psh, that's like any fucking fast food place, my man. I, I don't thought know this about was going to be one. some Waffle House shit. Where it was like, nah, like every other booth. Someone got shot. It's like oh, my first time going to floor. a Hooters. Oof. My first time going to a Hooters was not pleasant. Um, How old you, were you? Have I told you the story? I don't know. I was 18 when I went to my first Hooters. Oh, dude. It was in it was in Florida. So like your initial thought, oh, your initial thought, right? That's why. But like your initial thought, it's Florida. There are plenty of attractive women in Florida. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. would be dope. No, we're in fucking central Florida in Orlando. It we're like by a Disney resort. Why the fuck is there a Hooters there? Well, the the dad's got to go somewhere for for dinner, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess. 
Bro, the first woman that I, like I was excited. I was like this this happy eighteen year old boy about to see titties for the first time, right? <laughs> uh huh. It, it was like I felt like you know I felt like the the going to the chocolate factory. I was like this yeah. is this is Willy Wonka's workshop, and this is about to be yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. First woman I saw, I just see a C section mark because they have like the really like the the crop revealing tops. midriff. Yeah, and I'm just like. What the fuck is happening right now? I was supposed yeah. to be wildly erect the entire time <laughs> that I am eating here. And I, I cannot believe how flaccid I have become. Oh, yeah. I dude, thought I, I got I remember, ED. I remember um, uh, my uncle and my cousins like down in Texas. I forget if it was while they were in Texas or when they were still living in Indiana. Decided to go or something. But my cousin had like turned 18 or whatever and they were going and they showed up there and my uncle was like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Because he was like, they're all just like, um, oh fuck, what is it? Like the, not not the C-sections, but like the, fuck, it's not cartilage, what the fuck is it? Oh, the, uh. Cellulite or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, it was all just like this. They're all like really fucking big and stuff. And they're all expecting, you know, oh, Hooters, it's supposed to be this kind of place with all of this. And just Yo, did not. Do you live remember up to when like they just randomly opened up a tilted kilt right by the Chuck E. Cheese by us? Yes. That shit was so uncomfortable. <laughs> that shit was so Immensely. uncomfortable. Immensely. Oh my god! That, because like the, my biggest fear is going into one of those restaurants and like meeting, just seeing someone that I knew from high school. Yeah, working there, dude. You know what's funny though? I went in there once with some friends, uh, and uh, like some of my longest friends are uh, I met in Catholic school, and they were Indian, so you know, you know, they had a very white sounding last name, and they're all named pretty white first names and we walked in there one day i forget why exactly that we picked the place i don't know if it was someone's like birthday or something because you fuckers we went in there no dude we only went there like twice ever all right that's two times more than you should have been in there (laughs) you're not proving me wrong i only went it was always with a different group of friends it's never because i wanted to go it's always other people it's like all right i mean it's like lunch so no one's gonna be there it's fine but this time we went there and we ran into like an indian dude that i was in jazz band with at community college and this dude has like an actual like indian name and he asked my buddy what his name was and he's like oh it's ralph and this fucking man just looked at him he's like no it's not that's like what's your actual name like Oh, it's, it's it's Ralph. Like, no, fucking, I don't want your white people name. I want your actual name, dude. I'm in deep, like, I can take it. What is it? It's like, no, like, actually, birth certificate. Was that the story? Yeah. That was the least interesting story. Because I was about to be like, oh, yeah, and then we ran into someone that, like, we went to high school with, and I saw no, her No, it was, it was... But no. 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 God damn it. It was no, it like, was running into a customer that we knew and then just like that entire th- Indians like, arguing about what the entire what's in thing Indiana. with those types of restaurants that make me feel really uncomfortable is it's like going to a strip club with gray sweatpants on. Like that is that is the vibe that you give off when you go into one of those. Or it's just going to a strip club with sweatpants on in the first place. Ah. Because here's the thing. That. The food's not good. No. No. You're, Especially you're not, not at Hooters. You're not going there for the food. We did when I was younger. Because, like, I remember when I was still in grade school, we, um, my dad worked at a hospital. And there were a couple of times that, like, we would, like, surprise him or my mom and dad would plan it. And we would like go pick him up food someplace and then go to his work and eat dinner like as a family at his work. And a couple of times it was Hooters. So we really were just going to like pick up the food and leave. I was excited to go in because I was a grade schooler in a Hooters. Like, wow. You know, but 
Like it actually was just for the food. Like my no, dad, dude. Like, let let's be honest here. Hooters wings are gross. Dude, I haven't had them since I was ten, and I couldn't do spice. I couldn't tell you how they. Hooters taste. wings are gross. They're always soggy. Even if you sit there and you have them fresh, they're still just like mediocre wings at best. Mm-hmm. You don't. You go there for the ambiance. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. I don't know. I like. I always feel really, really uncomfortable going into those restaurants because I'm like, ew. It's like that unsigned con- social contract. It like, just we all know what to expect. No, it just like makes like, me feel gross. Whenever I go yeah. into one of those establishments, it's like. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this really weird. Okay, this is going to take feel like a perv. This is going to take like a really weird turn. We might have to end the podcast after this. I don't know yet. We'll figure (laughs) it out. But it's like, I don't have a problem with people that want to go into sex work. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. But like, you go into those things knowing what you're getting yourself into. It's like this, this whole idea of like, the you're you're taking back control of like the the perception of your body you're like you have the power in that relationship in that dynamic sure sure but when you when you go to a hooters it's kind of like there's the power dynamic is just all fucked up being in there they have to Mm -hmm. flirt with you to get the paycheck because like we pay waiters like shit right Everything's so, based on tips. Yeah, so it's like the onus is on you. At, God fucking damn it. Just stop staring at the goddamn fucking camera. <laughs> Check your mic really quick. I don't know if throwing the headphones off like muted you. I haven't heard anything oh, no. on your end it's fine. since. Oh, okay. All You're right. going to hear all of it. Oh, I hope so. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Anyways, the power dynamic is really, really fucked up in that in that situation. It's yeah. like they're kind of obligated to flirt with you because they need the paycheck. Yeah. Not that. But I mean, that's the same like anywhere. It's just a no. It, thing it's in general. Th- that's true that it's the same everywhere, but it is expected of you when you're working at one of those ex- establishments. Oh. Yeah, I, I think the the other thing with it for me is it's like one of those things like when you sign up to do any kind of sex work or to work at one of these places, you kind of have an idea of like what the yeah. clientele is like, but you're the ones that are monetizing the clientele. I feel like when I go to those places or whatever, it's like I'm just like here with some guys that wanted like fireball and Guinness shakes and we're surrounded by those types of people, and we're spending money. This is a lose-lose situation. Yeah. It, it's just like we've we've had this conversation like, so dudes, many times. Like we've had this conversation so many times, where it's like I am completely okay if someone wants to monetize their their body, right? Mm-hmm. If they are making money off of like you know their Other their own physical horny? attractiveness. Right. That is fine if they are the only person that is benefiting from this. Right. Like, I I definitely have a problem when corporations are benefiting from someone's body. Yeah. Like, I think that that's kind of the moral line why I hate yeah. going into those places. It's really, really weird and it's that's... convoluted, like, roundabout way of saying, like, I just hate horniness. Like, I just hate it <laughs> when people are horny. I'm fine if you're horny at home and horny with your significant other. It's just when you're when your personality trait is horny. Yeah. Yeah, that's play in hungry. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, agreed. It gets really old really fast, especially once you're out of high school. And then you Dude, learn like, like, ah, this is what the real world is like. Horniness is normal. I get right. it. 
every sometimes you just need you know you got to do like a little rub a tug tug but that is beside the point <laughs> if that is the only thing in your fucking life that you can think about and you just need to see titties 24 7 play in traffic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i i, I agree uh. with that <laughs> All right, I think we should wrap up this fucking episode. It's getting a little bit out of hand. I mean, it's it's a risk reward. It's can we build something off of that, or do we just end it on that high note? I think we just end it on that high note because uh, if we go if we go longer down, it the conversation may steer in a more serious route and i'd like to edit on rub a tug tug so <laughs> all right yeah yeah uh, i'm fine with that <laughs> thanks again for tuning into another episode of the golden hour coffee cast um we really do appreciate all of the new subscribers that we have we have 24 now um we're in the big leagues we're basically joe rogan yeah um, this is this is our attempt to like be joe rogan that's why it's all been controversial oh yeah Stick. we'll talk about dmt on the next episode Ooh, true. Yeah. Yes. It's just been... But yeah, no. This has been our Joe Rogan episode. It's just controversy and sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, uh, on the audio platforms, rather, please go ahead and give us a... Uh, please go ahead and check us out on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you link the, the Linktree stuff in the description on... Yeah, podcast. it should be it should be in the podcast. But uh yeah, the audio only the stuff. The link tree link in the description of the podcast will have links to our social media stuff uh and our YouTube channel. And uh if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and click on the link tree link in the description to check out the audio stuff. It's basically the same thing, but uh we're like 15 views away from being able to monetize this shit. So, please hey, help us out. Um if you would be so inclined to support us, go ahead and give us a like, a subscribe, leave a comment that's not first. Um, and uh, we're starting to get a few. Appreciate you, that. If you want to, uh, if you want to support us further, the links to our personal social media accounts are in the description down below. And um, that's it on my end. Do you have any other uh, any closing remarks, Jesse? No, I think that's about it. Uh, what is this, like two in a row of just us during the daytime? Oh, Wild. yeah. Holy Wild. shit. Wild. So close to being <laughs> golden hour, but so far. Always. All right. 12 hours either direction. Well, uh, six hours earlier would have been Yeah. pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Well, but anyways, yeah. we will see you guys next week. Take care.